0: Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Welcome to Just Impolite Podcast. What, what episode are we on?
1: This is season two, episode five.
0: Season two, episode five. We are here together. Uh, it's uh, your host, Jennifer Ellen Parker, owner of A Little Something in uh, South Berwick, Maine, and myself, David Glacebrook, uh, the owner of Yoga on York in York, Maine. And uh, Today is Valentine's Day, and today we're going to talk about
1: love. <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. It's um, it's almost seven o'clock at mm-hmm. night. We're joined today also by Harry.
0: Harry, well, he just walked out. And Ruby.
1: Ruby's lost interest in the podcast.
0: Yeah, she's she's kind of she even canceled her subscri- subscription. <laughs> she's
1: she, yeah. Harry's a paid subscriber. Ruby's canceled her free subscription.
0: <laughs> but um, today we want to talk about love, and uh, we'll go into a little bit of the. Well, I, I guess I'll go into a little bit of the history of what uh, Valentine's Day is, and then uh, we'll discuss love in all its aspects.
1: Sure. It's nice to have you back.
0: Yeah, It's been, it's been a whirlwind.
1: Gina, you know the last time you did a podcast? Oh, was it October? It was October. Yeah. I'm a busy guy. You were, you are very busy. I'm not as busy. Um but you you weren't um you were still very much present behind the scenes with the podcast <laughs> that occurred. Yes, yes I am. You're an avid listener. Yes,
0: I am. I enjoyed the uh, two podcasts you did without me. I enjoyed them; I they were really good.
1: What was the first one?
0: No, the first one uh, was with uh, uh, Peter.
1: Peter Welch. Yeah,
0: and uh, the second one was with uh, uh, was it Diana?
1: Christina. Christina. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's close. It's like I
0: got Nina, and uh, yeah, Christina,
1: and uh, I enjoyed them both. And um, you had some you had some gentle critiques. <laughs>
0: Well, it's, so uh, you are. Um, I, I love how the, I love the conversations you had. It just, I, <laughs> I just, I, I felt not that they didn't have direction, but I would have liked, like, I, I was kind of hoping, like, you know, introduce the person. I
1: did forget <laughs> to introduce. Christine. Let them discuss. I finally who they got are there
0: what they do, and then then go into the concept I the conversations were fine. They were very interesting. Uh, I found out that I'm an old soul. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, we all knew anyway.
1: You did know that, didn't yeah, of you? Of course.
0: <laughs> and you didn't. even asked her, you know, that you said your co-host. Uh, you know, no one's told they're not an old soul. No.
1: One. Well, you you're so funny. You had you had the next time you had said, "Hey, you know, you were supposed to say, does anybody ask? No, no. wait,
0: no, no, so.'" <clears throat> I has look, I would have been interested to see if she's ever been told told somebody that they're not an old. If
1: soul. Christina has ever told anyone, yeah, like, like they're a new soul.
0: I, I have never, because I have never met a person that said, "Oh, I'm a young soul." <laughs> like I've never, I've never run into anybody that's ever said. that.
1: Well, I don't, I don't think that's something it's, you would lead with on well, your
0: resume. But, but I mean, I would think like it's the same thing with past lives. Like you know, no one was like, "Dude." Uh, you were in this gestapo thing in
1: the no i did have that <laughs> no i told you that did happen in the store not that it was me yeah i i told you about that that i
0: well that's I, an oddity because most people are told like oh you were the savior of the kingdom of xyz and uh, whatever you were the mm. greatest thing ever since sliced Is
1: that, the have you ever had your past lives read?
0: No, I, I personally
1: So this is, so it's hearsay.
0: No, this is all hearsay. Well, this is when we always talk to people about it. Oh yeah, I was so-and-so. Like, oh, okay. Now my mom's told me about some of my past lives.
1: You've told me a lot about the age of your soul through your mom's oh, eyes. That's, <laughs> I
0: never got, so you know, I, I, everything I know is about that stuff is really through my mom. And
1: uh, Well, who told you you were a Roman warrior soldier?
0: Well, I used to have dreams as a kid that, and then my mom said that you were probably, she she surmised that it was probably a Roman soldier against uh, what they considered the barbarians at the time.
1: When was that? Oh, was uh, that BC? No. How's your history? No, that's that's, that was Jesus. Uh,
0: probably in the uh, oh, starting in about six seven hundred uh, AD uh, when the uh, when the. Uh, basically, the Germanic and Gaul tribes started pushing back down onto the uh, Roman Empire. So there's the—I there's the, can't remember the exact dates, but there's a couple of dates where some people believe the Roman Empire ended, and other people believe it's another date. So what's that? <laughs> not usually going
1: I think I think those periods in history just all run together. Well, Everybody's just there's, fighting there's, with there's, swords, and
0: so literally, there's the first sacking of Rome.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, which when thought, was Alexandria taken? What do you
0: mean? Well, Alexandria was taken by the Romans.
1: That's what I'm saying. When did they storm Alexandria and burn the library?
0: Oh, I think that was BC. That might have been like very early on. Okay. The, the, the sacking of Rome, I can't remember the dates. It's, it's probably around the 700s. Some people believe that is the end of the Roman Empire. And then um, because basically it collapsed in the West, and then you had with the Eastern Con- uh, Roman Empire of Constantinople. And then uh, some other people believe actually the collapse of the Ottoman Empire uh, in was the World War I is actually the end of the Roman
1: Empire. Okay. I've got nothing. <laughs> but on that,
0: so Valentine's
1: Day. Oh, okay. So this okay. is your – did you have this planned out? No, I
0: didn't. I just did uh, this in the
1: Uh Wait. So before <clears> you start this, one <throat> of your things was that um, – and we won't call it mansplaining <laughs> – but like you said that the podcast, and there was a lot of great advice, but you said you need to have a well, um, have distinct a introduction. Yeah, just, oh, yes. You uh, wanted, well, your background is in, is in excuse me, emer- emergency management planning. So you wanted you wanted a flow chart.
0: Yeah. Kind of like, hey, you know, you introduce the person.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: maybe let them talk about who they are and what they do. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of introduce the subject.
1: So so far you've introduced yourself and you've well, talked I introduced about... you too,
0: but we already know who you are. You're, you're you're the you're the podcaster. That's that's different.
1: Okay, so then you introduce the person, so, and then we
0: introduce the subject. Mm-hmm. So let them talk. Then you go into the subject, mm-hmm. and I think you do really. This is where you really shine. Is you really let the conversation take its course. Now, <laughs> what? it would be good if maybe you had a couple bullet points, like, hey, you want to bring certain things up at certain. At some point, you, you kind of let, but you let the conversation take it wherever it's going.
1: Well, it's interesting, like,
0: and that's great. I think that's awesome. I think that's fantastic. You know, but, but
1: you you did make a comment. You said it's sometimes it's hard to follow me in a conversation well, when you're with me.
0: Yeah, because you 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 were. But you said
1: to listen to a conversation. You were very smart.
0: <laughs> I think you have conversations with yourself in your head and you're having a conversation with a person at the same time. And then sometimes you start off the the in, the in internal conversation starts to come out during the external conversation, and I have no idea what you're talking about. So I go context.
1: Oh, yeah. That's my favorite thing that you say. Context. I, I, I appreciate context. that. I need context. No, you, that's <laughs> not true. You follow along. I think you do the same thing, too. Like when you were just talking about all the history of the Romans, you get glass your eyes get history. like glossed over like your I love history. You can tell and I and I admire yes. that. That it's just that's your world and we're <laughs> <laughs> we're lucky to be we're observing worlds. it. Yes. Yeah, you and I do have different worlds. Yeah. But that's good. Yeah. I think I deserve it. So it's Valentine's Day. Yes. I was in the store. Yes. You worked during the day yeah. um so you know we're we're a small gift store and we're made up of artists and artisans and makers and authors and um I would say the majority of the time it's probably eighty twenty. Female versus male shoppers. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that's a safe bet. Except maybe the last week before Christmas. Christmas
0: yeah. <laughs> men ex- you, offer rap, you, you offer free wrapping services, which as a man, I can tell you, that is extremely good. That, that, is, that, that is something like I would go, oh, yep. Yeah. she wraps it too? Great.
1: So for the first part of today, and um, not till late in the afternoon, all men. All men coming in. <laughs> even... Even um, the children were men. It was just, it was, <laughs> the children it was mom. yeah, they were, it was yeah, really it was sweet. sweet. They were all coming in to pick out gifts for mom or sweet. their wives or their girlfriends. Some of it was like obligatory. Like yeah. you could just tell like, and then, um, oh, there they are. Yeah. Then other times there was a lot of um, sentiment and thought put into the gift giving, and
0: Harry is much more high pitched than you know, hearing it through the headphones.
1: Sounds like Cujo.
0: All right, it's okay. Harry, can hear me? That's a good boy. Thank you for learning. But it's, it's, okay. it's okay.
1: But one of the things, you know, we're actually. There was a guest coming to do a podcast tomorrow, but it get bumped to next week. Yeah, so you went to your backup plan. I, was like, <laughs> I went to the backup um, plan B, but one of the things that we talked about is, you know, okay, we could just talk about love. And you're like, sure. And then, you know, we talk about Valentine's Day and that what it's become, what does it mean? Is it really something we celebrate or is it something we feel like we have to do? Like, well, I think
0: it's probably been monetized and and capitalism has taken its foothold in it. But originally, the history of Valentine's Day uh, is the day that actually uh, St. Valentine was killed.
1: Uh, I said, is it the Valentine Massacre? No. It's not <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> what? Valentine
0: Massacre is a mob hit in the 1929.
1: Which mob?
0: It was, uh, in Chicago, it was the, uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Capone and Bucco? I could be wrong, but it was basically Capone taking out the other gang for Chicago, uh, bootlegging rights
1: on Valentine's on day. Valentine's Lovely. Day.
0: So they basically came into this other rival gangs, uh, headquarters for lack of a better term, dressed as police officers mm-hmm. and, uh, pretending to do a raid and they lined them all up, the seven guys up against the, the wall like you know if they're doing a raid and then they just just coming down and then Al Capone had the rest of Chicago to himself after that.
1: Okay so that's not the history that's of Valentine's Day. That's not what
0: Valentine's Day is celebrating.
1: Okay just it happened. enlighten us.
0: So uh Saint Valentine was uh they're not actually sure so there's actually three possibilities of Saint Valentine but the the one that's given as the reason we have Valentine's Day was this, uh, this gentleman in uh, Roman days. I think it was 260 was on thereabouts, but it was February 14th. Uh, they're actually I'm not sure about the year. Um, this one guy. Uh, so basically, this is when the hordes of the uh, Europe were starting to push back on the Roman Empire, starting to. And. Uh, The emperor at the time said, no, this is not happening. So he just went on a rampage and just started having lots of wars against these individuals and taking out a lot of these Germanic and Gaul tribes. And the Roman people were very much against it. And so he started constricting, uh, constricting people into the military. Look, you have to go. And people refused. He had a draft, almost like a draft, kind of, but even worse than that. Uh, But a lot of them didn't want to go, and he felt that the reason they didn't want to go was because they didn't want to leave their wives and their girlfriends. No. Yeah.
1: No. Did he like? Is a massacre all of the women? No, 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 no,
0: no. So he forbid anybody to get married. He said no one can get married. That way you don't. For how
1: long? For that day?
0: No, forever until I say otherwise. He's the emperor. He can do what he wants. So this one guy, Valentine, uh, went behind the emperor's back and he started marrying people and soldiers to their loved ones in defiance of the emperor. And he was eventually caught and uh, sentenced to death by beating and beheading. And uh, apparently when he was in jail... uh, waiting for his sentence to be carried out. He befriended the, uh, the jail master's daughter. And apparently he wrote her a letter and said, from your Valentine, because oh. his name was Valentine. And, uh, but he was beaten and beheaded on February 14th.
1: So who do you think lassoed onto that story and said, let's make it a well, Hallmark way, holiday? Well,
0: no. So what happened was about a hundred years later, uh, after the Nicene uh, council and all that stuff kind of happened, uh, the Pope, one of the first popes decreed that he was a saint and that, uh, uh, kind of said January, February 14th is St. Valentine's day, the day we celebrate his sacrifice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And between then and now, I mean, at some point it became, you know, a, it's a Christian holiday, if you will. Um, uh, There are some people that think, eh, it might not have been around really the February 14th because it was right around a pagan holiday and celebration also. Uh, So, you know, once again, same thing like Christmas and Easter, trying to make similar holidays. So, hey, why don't you come to our party too? You know, that kind of thing, convert them.
1: Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. so,
0: but anyway, um, so at some point it just became monetized that, uh, you know, in probably in the last 50, 60 years, I would imagine, not even...
1: So is it something that you've traditionally celebrated? Like, no. like you've never done like the big box of chocolates no, or flowers? No, never really. I always,
0: I always thought like just a, you know, this is just Dave's. So uh, yeah, let's
1: hear Dave's.
0: Dave's opinion on on so no, but first I, share I
1: what you've done. I don't, like in, No, I as never, a teenager I, or no, I never really did anything. You I mean, never I got a girl I mean, flowers.
0: I might have got. I've always treated Valentine's Day like I might think of somebody a little extra, uh, you know, maybe, you know, I, I don't know, like, you know, maybe take, you know, order their favorite food or something like that. Nothing like chocolates and flowers and stuff like that. I always kind of saw that as the trap, but. I, trap? What do you yeah, mean well, the it's, trap? It's, it's spending money where I don't need to spend money. I, I would rather get them. Yeah,
1: I didn't see you at the store today. <laughs> no.
0: I would rather get somebody, you know, something they really want or they value, you know, to make them know that I'm thinking about them, not just for the holiday and like, oh, here's flowers and chocolates, which there's really nothing wrong with that. But to me, I just would rather make it a little more personal.
1: When you were in school growing up, because you were in Canada, did they celebrate it in your classroom?
0: Yeah, we used to do the the Valentine's. Did you decorate your mailbox? Yeah, a little, we had like a little brown paper bag taped on the end of our. Our, uh,
1: your teacher yes. was super creative, huh? No, oh,
0: yeah, and, and,
1: uh <laughs> and We used to have all out. I, I like... do
0: remember. I do remember getting you know those boxes of cards and, mm-hmm. and the fill at one out for every single kid in the class.
1: Did you do it, or did your mom do it for you?
0: Um, I I remember my mom helping me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. Like, I, she was probably helping me, like, hey, did you do it one for you know little Susie or whatever? You know, like, oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. When
1: you were in school. Like was it mandatory to do one for every child? No, in the I don't class? remember
0: being mandatory. I don't remember being
1: mandatory. We would be sent home with lists. I
0: don't remember a list, but my mom might have done it. I it's very possible. I don't remember getting a list. hmm Then again, mean, I was you know, in training to be a man and go I don't remember
1: that.
0: <laughs> but so that's but that's where Valentine's Day kind of came from and so I'm so know,
1: glad you're here. No thank you. <laughs> you're just...
0: I I I take so the idea of love, and I I truly think that, you know, in a way, you take Valentine's Day, and people say this about Christmas too, but I'm trying to make every, time, every day someone do a Valentine's Day. No, it's true. I mean, you should uh, tell people you love them so, so much that our eyes roll, give them hugs to the point where it's awkward.
1: You are known as a hugger.
0: Yeah, I, I, I just, you know, you never
1: know when... That might be your last chance. So no names used. This person came into the store. <laughs> well, it was today. Today's. So it was Sunday. This yeah. person came into the store and your name came up. Yeah. Um, it's a small town. Mm-hmm. And they were describing how one day they had a really rough day. And it was just a day of all days. And then you at the same time had posted something about hug someone so long that it feels awkward yeah so this person said they were at your studio (laughs) and the class was ended and they'd just seen your instagram post (laughs) so that they decided they were just gonna act on it and they said they went up to you and just wrapped their arms around you and hugged you for like this abnormally long period of time. It's okay. It's no, okay. but this is a funny part. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's enough. You, you're, you no, you're a team player. You're, <laughs> but they said they were, they just, they just, after the day they had, it felt really good. And they were just like still holding on. And you, you kind of let go and kind of went to take a step back. And they, they weren't letting go. And <laughs> it's okay. And no. in their head, they were like, repeating the instagram yeah. post that you had shared well,
0: that's 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 actually wonderful I'm glad. you know i i truly believe you know it's it just you know in my life and uh people that i've loved and either loved and lost or in one way or another i am very happy that i told them i loved them as much as i did were and you I told that
1: them. you were loved as a child yeah because that's yeah. that hasn't my, always been a norm my, my, my previous generations my
0: family's a bunch of huggers I mean, you're. Are they,
1: are they vocal?
0: Oh, yeah. Or verbal? Oh, very verbal.
1: With their love?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and dislove?
0: Well, no. It, 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 <laughs> if they don't love you, do you know it? Well, it's like I remember my grandmother, uh, you know, you know, you you'd go see her, and I love it. Uh, uh, it Baba is, is grandmother in Slovak. And so my Baba was, you know, if you went to see her and she didn't comment on how you looked, And it's like your fats. What's wrong with your face? But if she wasn't doing that, you knew something was wrong because she loved you enough to like. It was a caring thing. Like, why? Why are you so fat?
1: (laughs) Like, so she had no filter, or she? Oh, she had no filter.
0: But But, but, like,
1: what do you mean? She had a
0: huge heart. Like, she was a marshmallow. And so, you know, but she would because she loved you. She cared about you and wanted to know, like, are you healthy?
1: So not if you're fat, but if well, you so put we, weight but on. But that's
0: how she would scream. <laughs> it. Was so just. So people would, you know, it
1: was a language yeah. barrier. So
0: if you, if you were the outside looking in, you're like, "Oh my God, she's being very rude." No, she's she's actually wondering how you are.
1: My friend and I, we have a saying for this. Well, right. she created the saying, yeah. but it's um, it's called frankly direct.
0: Yeah, frankly direct,
1: and yeah. I've I've always appreciated that. I, I in do. People. So, I yeah. want to know where. I, where I am with someone,
0: yeah. So she she was always like that, and I I always appreciated that. And, uh, I mean, as a kid growing up, you're like, oh god, you know. But you know, when you get older, you realize that it's because she loves you, and she says those things.
1: So as I was setting up for the podcast, and you're you were organizing <laughs> the outline of what was going to go down tonight, and which I appreciate that because you know, at a certain times of the podcast, without you. I did. Feel, I did feel like I was um, swaying in the wind, just a little bit, and winging it. But that's just that's fine. But so this is what always happens to us: we start talking about what we're going to talk about, and then we end up getting in a dispute okay. about something, and so we get sidetracked.
0: But that's that's all right, as long as the conversation kind of has it. It can be very broad outline. I mean, when you when you were talking no Peter, wait
1: you're arguing about what I'm saying but I'm trying to get to the point of what we are oh, okay, talking ahead, about yeah you're not arguing we just like to I think what it is we just like to um discover all of the perspectives of whatever we're talking about yeah. and usually at different corners of the right or
0: if you hear something that's intriguing you want to kind of go further with that right I mean when you're talking to somebody and even though know, the subject might be at x and what you hear is something that leads you down to y because it's interesting and you want to know more about it
1: well Why so you know? said um i'll tell you go i'll talk about love and then you go there are many different types of love and well, then i said, was like we
0: can talk about if there's many types of love what so i said we can talk about if there are many different no. Types of yeah, no you
1: were so. very adamant no, that no, there no, no. were no, I, no, I many see. different types there, of love
0: well there's there's a theory that, or actually I a the theory, there's a conversation out there that says there is many different types of love. And then you said.
1: I said, I think, I believe that love is love.
0: And you're wrong. <laughs>
1: you, you think that I'm always wrong. No, well, you know, it goes back to Dan and right Dan in real life, where mm-hmm. that, um, that his um, who is the woman in the movie? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but she said that <clears throat> love isn't love is an ability. No, it was the boyfriend.
0: Was it the boyfriend? Love is an ability. I don't remember. I've seen the movie once.
1: It's a really good movie. Yes, it is. That's my favorite movie. Andrew. But love isn't a love is an ability. So if that's true, love is love. And are can love be deeper? Are there mm. deeper states of love that exist? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because how can there be different types of love? Like for me, love is is it's a way of being, or a way of acting, a way mm-hmm. of receiving, a way of giving, a way of treating. Mm-hmm. And if are you talking about like sexual love and friendship love, like well, I that's,
0: yeah, it's kind of the road, but like that. even
1: even intimate love is intimate right? Like no even if there's someone, there's a homeless person on the side of the street and you stop to check in with a stranger you see and okay. you, and you look in their eye and you ask them if they're okay and you wait for them to respond. To me, that's an extremely intimate moment. Mm. And that is, you're showing kindness and compassion, but you're also, you're you're allowing for love.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. I, I mean, that's to me that's a level, I guess maybe that's the better way to say it. Because why.
1: I would even say like people that are dating or people that are married or people <clears throat> that are in you know friendships or family relationships just because you have those labels, I don't think that that necessarily means or equates love
0: oh i agree you can can,
1: like i feel like love is an energy in a in a conscious choice Mm -hmm. you can be in love with someone but not act on it
0: right yeah i mean uh, so is
1: that love like
0: well and it kind of goes so we discussed what is love i mean you kind of hit on it already you know it's a an energetic
1: i'm looking it up
0: (laughs) Well, that's a, yeah, the internet's going to have the answer. This is a good idea. Google is. Yeah, Google will have the answer. What is love? You know, Abraham Lincoln said you can't find everything online. <laughs> but so.
1: I always love it when they quote dead presidents. I <laughs> was like, right? And especially that when they, I don't know. I
0: like quotes from dead presidents. Some of them can be very.
1: Okay. Well, you tell me what you think love is. And I found the answer on the internet. Well, I, it's, it's a tough question.
0: So is it kindness? Is it I mean, I think kindness is definitely part of it, but kind of to your point, like, is there different depths of love? You Puppy know, love. Like there's there's, you know, like I would throw myself in front of a car for you versus I would, you know, give have you, you a ever reached you that soda. state? What's have that? you ever
1: reached that state where you honestly could say? You would throw yourself in front of a car so, yeah. for another. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what having children is.
0: I, I can only imagine. Exactly. I was uh, I was watching a video. I thought it was really funny. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is one of my favorite. He just
1: he's, he's fun. hot, isn't he?
0: Yes, he's hot in a
1: goofy, like dorky but kind of way. He,
0: he was talking about how he loved his wife and that you know he would do anything for her. Then he had a baby with her, mm-hmm. and he said. I would use her as a human shield to protect my daughter.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Did he really? Say yeah, that? He, he, he because was, I don't know if that's always the case. Yeah, but but I think you know what he was
0: saying was that you know it's it's is it a different kinds of different depth? Of oh, love. I see what you know. You're what I'm doing. saying, I, I mean, he was obviously you know joking, but you know, he obviously loves it. No, but
1: you know what you say, it's a different kind of love, but. Think of, there are strangers that use their bodies as a shield to protect innocent children. Oh, yeah. So it's not like a knowing.
0: No, it's not. And I think maybe it's instinctful, uh, where it's, we, you know, we protect children. That's, you know, as, as adults. if you Or, all,
1: you know, if we think about times in history where people put their lives on the line, mm-hmm. or the the safety and well-being of their own families to protect yeah perfect strangers oh yeah whether they were children or not and
0: you know maybe those individuals have a higher form of love within them maybe they're
1: old souls maybe
0: they're old souls where they just understand that life is precious and that uh you know it's love is not owned by somebody and it's not
1: um so this this goes back to my feeling that love is love yeah, I would.
0: I, I agree and I disagree because I think love is love, but I, I kind of like what you said before, which was there's different depths of it. You know, um, I think.
1: Well, let me ask: Are there different depths of hate? Because, or
0: that's a good, that's a, yeah, the parallel to it. I mean, I, I don't know. There if you be.
1: hate someone, can you hate someone?
0: Oh, I, can, I mean, I can tell you, like, I don't know, hate's a strong word. I mean, when I was in Iraq, and I always remember this um, This mission that we were on, is uh, the, the area that was, we used to get uh, attacked by children a lot, uh, because uh, there was this area, uh, was, we called it Munder's Kindergarten. Uh, Munder was the name of this guy who financed the operation in the area and he would pay kids, uh, very young, a hundred American dollars in cash to throw grenades at us. Now, he wouldn't give the kids the money directly. He had two nephews, uh, brothers, and he'd give the cash to them and they would go distribute to the kids and... Either teach them how to make grenades, they make cocaine grenades, or get actual grenades. Um, And so we had a mission to basically track down Munder. And the way we did it was through his nephews. And I led the raid the night that we actually caught his nephews. I always remember it because it it was late at night and it was in a house and the house was kind of empty. And we cough them, and uh, I'll always remember the. Uh, there was one that was, it's hard to tell their ages sometimes because the, the nutrition is different over there. So a kid can look really young, and he might be like 18, or or vice versa. He might look 18. Mm-hmm. you know, He might be 18, he looks 12. Uh, so uh, the, the older brother, I think he was about 16, 17. The younger brother was probably about mm, 9 to 12, and literally uh, – the, the young kid wet himself. He was so afraid. When he
1: was caught. He
0: was caught. I mean, we literally had it on the ground. We had a boot on him. Like, literally, a boot on this kid to keep him on the ground. And he wet himself.
1: A boot with someone's what, foot in it.
0: Yes. Well, you got to keep him down. Yeah. You know, it means it's, it's not, you're putting them up, putting your body weight on it. It's just to you know, hold him there. They know. He literally wet himself. And then we put him against the wall to search him and things like that and turn him around. And then i always remember, though, that the little kid was terrified. Absolutely terrified. The older kid wanted to kill me. He hated you. He hated me. He, like, you know, like I could see the younger kid, like, there was hope for this kid. Like, we could probably bring him back uh, to learn not to hate and, you know, do the older kid was gone. He hated I mean, I'll always remember that look in his eyes of... He wanted to slice my throat. In
1: that you know no, no no in that moment people you say there was no hope for that child.
0: Well, at least in that moment. The, that I at least in that, moment, in that or moment that I could see.
1: In that moment. Yeah.
0: That I could see. I couldn't see anything
1: going. Uh, but also, you know, his perception of what's happening in his country, oh, his yeah, birthland, and I'm
0: not saying it's a you know, whole
1: political. Oh yeah,
0: that's I, I can go on for hours about how that place was run and things that happened, but uh, that was, it was definitely hate. It was definitely there. It was hate.
1: Have uh, you ever felt that?
0: Um, I want to say no. I've never hated so much someone so much that. I didn't care for their life. You know, like I wanted to end it. I wanted to end their life. Uh, you haven't been there. No, no. I mean, I have had to take life, but it was more out of defense. It mm-hmm. was more out of necessity. It's either, you know, it's either him or me. It's, it's going to be him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was and there was a few other times I saw it there too. Not often. Um, most of the fighters we caught were killed. Uh, They were doing it for usually to survive in some, in some reality of theirs. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: but there were a few that, I mean, we had, uh, Zawahari, uh, in our area for a while.
1: I don't know. So he was,
0: he was, he was basically the the head of Al Qaeda in Iraq at the time. He's the one that, uh, he beheaded a journalist in our area. Um, he's just he was an, he was an animal and uh you know like I remember seeing the videos with that guy and like he hated he hated he wanted to destroy there was no there was no middle ground
1: mm-hmm. there was no
0: middle ground I'm not gonna talk to you we're not gonna figure this out we're not no I am going to kill you that's the only way either you die or I die that's it That's the only options here. And it's scary. It's very scary. You know, so, I mean, I I do think that love in general is far more powerful.
1: You know what I'm sitting here thinking? What are you thinking? (laughs) Can you guess? In general? What? No. (laughs) No, that whole big spiel you gave me about conversations just, like, veering off.
0: Yeah, well, no, we're, we're, we're still on subject here. So, like, <laughs> no, because if you look at the world and how it's awkward, oper- I mean, you look at the news and things that happen and people say, Do you read-
1: watch the news anymore?
0: No, I read. I'll read them.
1: How many people actually watch the news like yeah. we did when we were kids? I don't know. We don't need to. Like, the news went on.
0: Yeah, it's still No matter
1: what was happening. Oh, yeah. In our house. Like, yeah. certain yeah. time, uh, what I was remember it, when, 6 o'clock? I remember
0: when headline news kind of came out. And I remember being a kid and watching Headline News in the morning.
1: Headline News in the morning? You're from Canada.
0: No, this is in the States.
1: Oh. <laughs> headline News was in the evening.
0: No, it was not. Headline News was a 24-hour network. It was a new show oh, every Oh, I don't know what that minutes. was. You must okay. have been from... Every 30 minutes.
1: Another state.
0: No, every 30 minutes they just redo the news. Oh, the
1: Headline News. Headline oh, news. my God.
0: And they had sports on about 20 minutes after the hour.
1: Mm-hmm. I just remember Wednesday's Child.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. remember them? Yeah. Um, Are
1: you bringing us back I'm to topic. back.
0: So, in, the, the thing I did learn over there too, though, that love is much stronger than hate.
1: hate. I believe that.
0: Oh, hate doesn't doesn't stand a chance. But hate has a much better marketing plan.
1: Well, hate is fear.
0: Well, hate is fear, and it's easier to do. So it's much do harder. To so? Yeah, I think it is, and general, well, because. Love takes faith and hope, right
1: i don't know. I don't know
0: I think it does I mean why what, why well, because you gotta have faith that it love is going to be received or do well or, no. or, or
1: well, you, if it's true love so if it's love in its purest form, love is unconditional right so, so you don't need hope because you have no expectations or you have no
0: but you can hope for the best you know what I'm saying like like
1: are you talking about love between two people anything
0: so like that kid that. You know, had that hate in his eyes. I can send love his way, if you will. But you don't hope. think
1: he loved his mother if she was alive sure, or I'm, his siblings? I'm not siblings. saying that. I'm, what yeah. I'm
0: talking about is... is he I, did not I, have love for all. I I can hope. I can send him love and positive energy and hope that he can receive that and go on with his life in a much better way. Can you receive love
1: from I, every person on this planet? I don't know. Oh, I can answer that for you.
0: Go ahead and answer for me. I
1: don't think you can. No? I think just knowing you, oh, my gosh, we're coming up on a year. is yeah. that crazy? Mm-hmm. But, like, in general, you're a very kind person. You have a very welcoming heart. And you're, I, mean, I would say, in general, you accept and love everyone. The rare occasion or occasion that <laughs> that's not happening I don't know if I would bet my life on it that you could send that individual love.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think everybody can receive love, but they have to be open to it. You, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think, you know, when we talked about chakras and things like that, like, you know, opening of your energy, you have to be somewhat vulnerable and you have to be open to receiving that stuff. If you're not, you're not going to get it. But Nobody what about
1: won't. giving it? Because we were talking about giving it, can I, you give everyone love?
0: Everyone, like, can I give everyone love? Uh-huh. I think that's possible. It's. I don't think it's that easy. Because we're human, so that and we're goes flawed. back
1: to love is an ability.
0: Yeah, because well, it's because we're flawed. So if you if you look at I mean if you read the Bible and you believe what you know, what Jesus was, he loved everybody. Jesus
1: they, was unconditional love. Well, as
0: I'm saying. It, it, he loved even his Even enemies. his persecutors. Right. Even his persecutors. Forgive them. You know? And so, I mean, if if you look at, like, all the major religions in history, uh, to include uh, Christianity, they all say the same thing. Love one another. It's all. I mean, it comes down down to it. That's what they all say.
1: Jesus went even further and said, love yourself. Yeah. I, I think
0: they all say that in some way too but that's that's the lesson of them all is that just love one another no matter
1: what
0: no no matter what because uh you know on this you know
1: is loving someone and being kind to someone the same thing
0: i think kindness is a version of love yeah absolutely can
1: you love someone without
0: being kind
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i don't know um you know, when we think the word kind, what does that mean? So you can be like tough love. Is tough love love? Yeah, sure it can be. Trying to, you know, it's it's kind of like the, you know, if you have a friend that you know is making some bad decisions and trying to help them through that and steer them back in another direction, that's tough love, right? It might take a little it might take a very hard conversation. Maybe even some hard actions. It's like trying to get people into rehab and doing an intervention. You know, it's hard, but it's... So you can... But I think that's a level of kindness too, right? You're doing it because you love them.
1: Is that love though? Because I feel like is love in its truest form a state of allowance? Allowing someone to be whoever and what they are, when they are.
0: Well, I think it is to a certain extent. So if that person... Without
1: judgment, right?
0: Right. So if that person decides I am not going to take because they even say, it. I mean, I used to watch that, I can't remember what the show was, intervention, I guess what it's called, was intervention. they said, will you take this gift? So they're giving them a the gift of love. They're giving them, hey, we want to help you. We want to see you thrive. We want to see you successful and live. Will you take this gift we're giving you? And if they say no, does that mean you stop loving the person? No. It might, In that sense, it might mean you stop enabling them that's a version of love too, because you don't want to see them hurt themselves. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to help you hurt yourself. I love you, but I can't be part of you hurting yourself anymore. I think it's love.
1: hmm
0: You know? So, I mean, it's a, it's a level of kindness. You know, I, I think that, you know, uh, like kindness is one of those things I think in the sense of love I think it's the one you give without any to what you were saying any expectation of anything in return anything anything not a hug not a thank you not a smile nothing
1: if you're doing something out of love you're doing it out of choice not right. because you have to right because you want to so you
0: want to you, not even that you want to it's just a need that you've seen and you want to help doesn't have to be anything else, you know? You don't want to, you don't need recognition for it. So I, like I always ask the question, you know, so when I give to a charity and I know I get a tax deduction out of it.
1: Do you take the tax deduction? Absolutely. I, take I never deduction.
0: do. You never take for charity?
1: No, Actually. I never file any of that. Wow. Well, because it, well, just. I do,
0: but I don't, it's not the reason I do it though. That's not, I would do it anyway. And I've given to other things or people just because I know that they are doing good things or they need it at the time. Um, And it doesn't always have to be money. It can be time. It can be effort. Do
1: you know where where I feel like I'm learning what love is? Where is that? So you know how um, I visit the gals at a house for me? Yeah. And spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so House for Me is a is a physical home in Kittery, Maine. And it's been um it's a nonprofit, but it's it's a home that is um supported for adults with intellectual disabilities. So there's an adult companion and then um two adults living in the house um that need um just watchful eyes and some yeah. guidance every now and then. And um, my two friends there, like they love in the cleanest way possible that I've ever, like there is no doubt or question in my mind when they're looking at you and they're talking to you. It's love. Mm -hmm. And there's no or I don't feel any ulterior motive or, you know, expectation of what they may get back in return. It's just a simple exchange that is, um, it's incredibly powerful to be mm. a part of. And I always feel like I go over there and experience something that's just, um, I don't uh, I don't know. It's just, how do I explain it to you? Like I
0: don't, I don't know how you can explain love, right? Because it's so large.
1: No, enlarged, well, really. but even love, like, I feel as though I've been in love many times, but, like, it doesn't compare. doesn't yeah. compare to what that home feels like. Hmm. But I don't know. You talk about... An amazing childhood, and I and I listen to your stories of you growing up, and you know that that feels like love.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I felt loved. I always felt loved. I knew I had a home.
1: Did you know that not everybody had that? Like, how would you know that? You wouldn't know that.
0: As a kid, I think it's hard. I I, I don't think I really became aware of it until maybe around 4th, 5th, or 6th grade, you start to notice differences. So uh, my best friend growing up, I mean, I used to go to his house all the time, every day, and we'd walk to school together, Mm -hmm. walk home together, and then we'd go to each other. I mean, we would call. I still remember his phone number, 845-5195. That's weird. And that's that's 40 years.
1: I don't even remember my phone number.
0: so, and... You know, I always, you know, his mom ended up committing suicide uh, when he was, I think, in sixth grade. And that was really, I mean, the first time I realized, like, like he didn't have the same home that I grew up but,
1: but that, I don't know if that constitutes a lack of love.
0: No, I'm not saying it's a lack of love. It was just, it was just a different home. And then, he, yeah, he wasn't abused or anything like that. But then, you know, I would learn later of... People that I knew that were abused in their homes, and like I, I didn't know. Not that I mm-hmm. should have, uh, but you know, I don't. When that happens, is that love too? Like, can a person abuse a, an individual and still love that person?
1: I think you know what's so funny is I think all of this is making me feel that like love truly is an ability that has to be nurtured and practiced and grown and it's hard and recognized and honored. And I think someone, someone that's abusing someone is from, I'm guessing a sense of self worth or a sense of lack. They don't feel loved. Or, you know, so is it a lack of love maybe is a better term. Yeah.
0: Or uh, it's, yeah, I'm not sure. Do they how not that, know because, how to love? Because love is one of those things, like you know, it's 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 paradoxical because you the, loving is hard. It takes work, time, effort. Does it? But at the same time, it's easy. You, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, like you know, I, I met Harry and I love
1: them. No, you can't say that. But,
0: but no, but it's true, right? I mean, like when when your child is born. You love them
1: your first like, crush
0: or yeah or let's... let's who was
1: your first crush oh no, I don't
0: even remember honestly I don't but I mean think about a baby when they're born they I mean, when, a, when a child is born they know the smell of their mother instantly and that's why they put the mother on the baby on the chest and all it because it's there's a connection there and that
1: Child, there's mostly a connection there. Well, most
0: from the child to the mother, I think there's always going to be a connection.
1: There's something that I worked with kids. Um, there's something called failure to attach,
0: yeah, failure to kids. or failure to thrive.
1: Well, failure to attach are kids that don't attach to their mother, but
0: is that because of actions of the mother? Or can the be child? because
1: of a multitude of reasons, right?
0: But I mean, I'm talking when the kid is born, I think that child loves its mother, well, it can learn differently. From there on out. Some
1: kids are born as addicts. Oh, I know that,
0: but so I think I'm they, just
1: saying, like, oh, nothing's know, but, absolute. But like, is,
0: what I'm saying is, I still, I still think they, they still know the smell of their mother, and I think they. What, well, how them. do you know that? Which is, I don't know, I read that somewhere as a science. It's thing.
1: science. It's a science thing you're going to say. It's a science, a science thing.
0: But they know the smell of their mother.
1: How can anyone?
0: Smell is smell is one of our David.
1: How can anyone scientifically prove that? That an infant that an know infant that, knows the smell I of do his mother. I know
0: that smell is most is the the sense that is mostly uh, is closest related to memory. Um, so <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I
1: don't, like some things. You know, like some things we're just supposed to accept as no, truth in no. well, well, fact I mean, and. But like, S- someone told I'm just, me one
0: time, like, there's until
1: people, they disprove it, until a different science you know, like, disproves so, it.
0: Someone told me that like, there's 1% of the population that, like, you know, there's an inner monologue that everybody has. Do they measure
1: they, 100% of the population well, all is, the this time? this is what I'm saying.
0: It's, it's like, this person was telling me that like, there's 1% of the population that's like, you know, when you're thinking, do you hear your own voice or do you, or are you like, it's like an inner <laughs> monologue, right? That I there's 1% of the population that does not have an inner monologue.
1: The best part of and the I'm, podcast is unseen. Yeah, and like how <laughs> like how do they test that? Well, how, that's how my point. They, like when that? they say one percent of the population, even I, what percentage of the population of humanity lives right. remotely and has never seen you someone know, outside of their tribe? That's
0: that's kind of what I'm saying. Is it's you know there's there's always the going to be what well, they call the, the you know the, your your availability uh, you know, for error in there. There's so a large. There's a large. Well, that's why I was, you know,
1: And also, what are they well, testing that's, that's with? What Where's always, technology? That's
0: why I always say, like, well, we're going to follow the science. Really? Until the science changes.
1: What about, like, um all of the dating sites? Right? Uh, like, yeah. talk about science and love?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure there are algorithms and things like that can. Do you
1: think people that are the same?
0: Oh. Right, like op- opposites attract, or like people like are like,
1: or what is it called? Like people have to have things in common. So, if right. people, what's your better chance at love? If you have a lot of things in, in
0: common. common
1: with your partner, or if you're complete opposites? Like, I don't know.
0: I think it's more on their uh, your attitude. I, I think you know. I think there's. It's. I, I think it's a lot more complex than that. Then, like, oh, we just you know we like different kinds of movies, and we do like. <laughs> Like, Amy and I were a lot different in a lot of ways. I mean, she was a dancer. I have zero, maybe negative rhythm.
1: That's not true.
0: Oh, yes, it is. Uh, I mean, she was very liberal. (laughs) Why are
1: you pointing at me? uh, I swear to God we need a camera in this room.
0: (laughs) And I'm much more conservative. You're Um, what? much more conservative
1: that's the first time you've admitted that not, i've
0: always admitted i'm i'm conservative in a lot of ways but i'm also
1: no usually you less. say you're independent
0: i am independent mm-hmm. i'm not i don't go with party no.
1: so amy was liberal she was so a dancer
0: she was a dancer um she just lived she had a
1: sense of humor w- what did she have a sense of humor yes she was she sarcastic of, yes
0: she was Smart. It's very smart. Witty. Witty. But I mean, but it's, I mean is, is there's, you know, I think there's going to be some things that are saying and some things that are opposite.
1: How was her work ethic?
0: She had a very tough work I like hard work ethic.
1: Mm-hmm. What about getting things done on a timeline? <laughs> did things happen in the moment or did they have to be scheduled out six no, she,
0: months? No, it was more in the moment, type think.
1: She was a get it done.
0: Yeah, when she felt like, you know, okay, time to go. But then at other times, like, It just
1: wouldn't happen. I think in relationships, like, I think that can be an Achilles heel. If you have two people and one person loves to put off projects and the other person needs them done now in the moment, like, I feel like that's a breaking point. It can be. If, if there is, uh, like inner need, like Mm -hmm. to cross things off the list where Mm -hmm. their world implodes. I don't know. I,
0: I have lists, but I don't.
1: You don't cross things <laughs> <long>. <laughs> What are you talking about? I cross Every time long. I see you, you're making a new list. There was this great study, and it said, don't don't waste your time making lists. There's only one or two things you're going to accomplish in a day, and if you uh, can't remember those one and one or two things, then it's not I, important. I make
0: lists just to, to remind me. like, Oh, yeah. I got, like, I'll take a list like I make for the week, and mm-hmm. at the end of the week, I'm like, okay, I didn't get like I, I only get like 10% of it done. And that's okay. So I just carry the list over to the next week. And
1: Does it get longer?
0: Sometimes. Sometimes it gets shorter. Depends. I mean, I have a, what I do for my lists, I have a schedule that I keep during the week mm-hmm. with, you know, between uh, working at the yard and uh, teaching and running the studio. I have to balance my time. Okay. You know, Tuesday afternoons, I do the newsletter, you know, because I, I don't teach Tuesday nights. So, you know, doing the newsletter. I do things, you know, deposit checks, uh, you know, catch up on emails and things like that. And then I kind of go from there, you know, Monday, Wednesday night and uh, Thursday night, I, I teach. Friday night, I kind of catch up on other things. Anything I got to, weekends.
1: Do you feel like life has kind of gotten to the point that it's Groundhog Day? That, like, every Tuesday rolls around, you're yeah, doing the somewhat, newsletter. I mean... Wednesday, you're at the shipyard, and then you're teaching your late class at yoga. But right? I, I, honestly, I mean,
0: I don't mind it. I really don't.
1: Do you love your life?
0: I, I can't complain about it. You know, I, I got a good job. I, I, I teach yoga. I, I, I have...
1: What do you mean you teach... You're saying you teach yoga, like, you, is that privilege do you feel like
0: maybe it's i don't know if it's privilege, but like i'm not i'm not worried about where my next meal's coming from mm-hmm. i got water at tap
1: you kind of have water <laughs> <laughs> there's been some disruptions there's, there's
0: this disruption to the, to the water flow of the house but i mean i i'm warm at night i'm cool in the winter summer you know what i mean like i I don't mind the ground, some of the repetition. It's nice to break it up every once in a while, but, you know, at the same time, it's not, I, I feel blessed with what I have. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, you know, but, but you know, I got clothes on my back. I mean, I've been places in the world where that's not true.
1: No. And you have, you have an incredible family.
0: Yeah, I do. I am very, very lucky. I am, I am, I mean, to say that I'm loved is is an understatement. And I try to recognize I that told every, you
1: that tonight. Yes,
0: you did. But I try to recognize that every day. Because it's it's something I don't want to forget. That I'm loved. And that I appreciate that. I don't take that for granted.
1: I I think that with you, like what I've noticed is that you are one of those people in the community that... Is loved, you are appreciated. I'm not saying by everybody, but yeah. in general where our two worlds do kind of cross paths and people come into the store and see the yoga what is it?
0: Yoga on York. Yoga I on
1: York uh gift card or whatever. Or they've listened to the what podcast. You, but else? they talk about they the woman on Sunday, she her husband was standing next to her. She yeah. loves you.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I feel very, very lucky for that. Now, see, like, the community loves you, too. But I think it's different for you, though.
1: Why is it different for me?
0: Because, pe- like, I think people are drawn to you.
1: Oh, my gosh. You're just going to make this sound weird.
0: No, it's not. It's you don't like,
1: think they're drawn to you?
0: Not like you are. Like, they want to talk to you. Like, people seem to just, like, to be around me. They want to talk to you. And you just, you listen very well
1: except on the podcast <laughs> and I
0: talk <laughs> over people. No, but you listen very well. And I think you have an empathetic ear and that's a, that's a version of love and people feel heard with you. And that's so important, especially in today's day and age where, you know, everything is drowning everything else out.
1: Do you know what I love the most about being at the store? What's that? Cause you people, it's a small town and it's a small store and it's, mm. It's beautiful things in the store made yeah. by hundreds of different people. A lot of yeah. people you know or will come into the store while you're there. But I've lately the times that you drop by or you say hello, <laughs> you always go straight. So in the store, you know, there's their floor. Yeah. It used to be an old laundromat. So in the back of the store, there's like this we call it the stage there's this raised stage where they built up off the floor. So they would put the gas dryers, these huge machines on top. And then they've left that raised area and there's a tall counter that kind of separates it. But Dave comes in always on a mission and he goes like right to behind the, behind the counter in the back corner, usually eating. (laughs) He's usually stopped at subways or romages and it's like, um straight to the food he will just sweep by me and um but inevitably a conversation so when you're sitting down eating no one can see you yeah and then i love the times that the conversation will start and you'll pop up for something and the last time it was one of your neighbors and the woman's like oh hi dave (laughs) like shocked that you're there and it's just um you are a magnet, like who who does magic Mike for their <laughs> yoga class? you told me no, but like your your movie trivia is magic Mike. And then you told me that you drew twenty five people to your class that night. Yeah. In a studio that probably comfortably like
0: oh uh, 15, 20, 16, to twenty, maybe.
1: Yeah. Fifteen I think would like for me, I think it's ten. <laughs> like I yeah, want 10 like, is a good, good amount a there. huge, like yeah. single layer, yeah. huge bubble space around your mat. Yeah. But like you you do things to yoga that other people would never think of. Like
0: well, I, I, I did that because I I think that
1: You exists. did magic Mike or you do like No, well, I I, I, I unique things.
0: I I try to do some because it's it's who I am.
1: Yeah, you are definitely unique.
0: So, well, I tell all my teachers when I when I hire a teacher, I always tell them to be themselves. Be <laughs> authentic and be themselves. You know, where because I think it gets noticed and people like that. Uh that people are, are their authentic. And I'm very lucky I have some really good teachers and I think that's a brand of love being authentic to who you are. It's, it's loving a love self, it's appreciating
1: right? yourself. Yeah, sure.
0: So, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad people like it, and it gets, and you know, it's got people to yoga that probably would not have gone to yoga before yeah, otherwise.
1: So we're at an hour, and that brings us. So I'm ha- I've got two guests on the books. Yeah, <laughs> that are coming on. Oh, with- you two. Yes, I didn't tell you. So the first, so the individual that's coming next week, um, the topic is actually what happens when you do what you love.
0: Oh, yeah. great. Loving what you do. Yeah, loving what you do.
1: So, um, self, what?
0: I I love doing, I love teaching yoga. I think you do. I know, I I truly enjoy it. I mean, um, not that I don't like my day job, I do. You
1: love telling me how to do my yoga. (laughs) No, I do not. Yes, you do. I
0: do not tell you how to do your yoga. It's your yoga. You do it your way. But uh, I do, I mean, that to me, you know, believe it or not, I'm not one of those people that's looking for a lot of social engagement in my life. I like my quiet time. And that yoga is, is I mean, if I didn't do yoga, like teach it, I, no one would know I'm here.
1: I didn't, Even <laughs> with the job that you have.
0: I have an office by myself in a very But everybody room.
1: knows who you are.
0: They all know who I'm but, so, but it's not like they come by and I have like, you know, meetings in my office all day long.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I do a lot of work on the computer. I don't there can be days where I will not see anybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe passing some people in the hallway. Max. So if I didn't teach yoga. I wouldn't have much, as far as social interaction. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, and to me, like, that's, that's, that's a very healthy thing for me. To, you know, not to be
1: surrounded by women. Uh. <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> no, that I, I go out and I'm social. I'm, I'm a, I am able to. Um,
1: you, you, the, how many classes did I take? I think I did like two months worth. Maybe. Overall. Maybe. What, maybe? maybe you don't think I did oh, eight yeah, classes. Yeah, Yeah, you probably did. So I did one beach yoga, one paddle thing.
0: Yeah, did one beach, one paddle, and you came to the strength class for a while.
1: But it, it was Monday night strength class, mm-hmm. and I think a handful of Wednesdays. Yeah. But seeing you teach a class, you're definitely yourself, but you are. um Larger than life.
0: Well, there's some showmanship to it,
1: right? But it doesn't come off as inauthentic. It no, comes, I'm it, being me. You're being you, and then, and then also seeing the quieter version of it's just it's interesting to me, and I I think I, I understand you because I think that's how I am. That mm-hmm. uh, you know when I'm in, at work or doing the things I've done in my life, it's a lot of interaction yeah. with a lot of different people.
0: And you're and you're. I don't know if that's the right word, like you're an empath. Like like you feel other people's emotions. And I like I'm not that way.
1: You're not? I feel like you pick up on people. You're not oblivious.
0: No, I'm not oblivious, but not like you. And you know, just you know, Amy was the same way where she would that's exhausting. I mean, I remember like she would take in so much; it would just exhaust her. And I, I, I'm not that way. Like I'm not oblivious. No, like, but usually, like, I I can't pick up on the subtleties and where you do. And you have a very empathetic soul where you really feel for people, and you are authentic in listening to them, which is. I mean, it's a beautiful way to love people. Because like said, I do.
1: You know what's so funny is what I what I was gonna say, why I think our friendship has grown and why we do well together is because we're both similar in the way that we appreciate people mm-hmm. and people as a whole. Yeah. And one on one we can communicate and mm-hmm. have interesting conversations. But in general, where we feel the most relaxed is very low keyed situations. Oh, yeah. like, like very I, I, like when I'm done with the store, I'm ready to go home and just
0: well, I'm with you. be with the
1: dogs or like it's just that's my preference. Yeah, that's me, like me and too. it doesn't mean that I don't like people. No,
0: no, but you gotta recharge, right? I mean it's 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 like an emotional bank account.
1: I don't love being around a lot of people socially.
0: Yeah. It's tough. I'm not, it's not my.
1: But one-on-one conversations where you're Mm -hmm. connecting with someone in an authentic way Mm -hmm. and you're moved beyond the small talk and it's, and it doesn't have to be deep. I mean, we're both sarcastic. (sighs) We can like.
0: (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really.
1: But it's like, I am at the point now, like, and I think for most of my life having worked so much and with large groups of people that i'm okay now like okay i'll do my time at the store and i enjoy that and i'm very thankful but when i'm home i'm very much happy reading a book i'm very Mm -hmm. much happy meditating in front of the tv Mm -hmm. or you know i have to get going writing more but um
0: i i agree i mean i think it's it's you have to, I mean, it's, I mean especially for someone. Like, am I
1: sad nobody gave me this big box of chocolates tonight or, like, huge bouquet of flowers or a candlelight dinner, right? Like, yeah. or a big stuffy. Yeah. Like, What's you, traditional? Like a yeah, big a, stuffed I, I, animal? Yeah,
0: big stuffed animal. Oh, you know what? What the hell are you going to do with that?
1: Do you know what didn't happen this year? What's that? Conversation hearts. Do you remember those? I don't even know what that is.
0: Oh, the little the little ones? Yeah. Oh no, I don't.
1: The chalky like yeah, um chalky, Neca wafer yeah. shaped yeah. hearts.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't
1: do anything
0: with
1: that. Mm. Hmm. Why? That <laughs> no, I just last February I had um it's funny what a difference a year makes, right? Yeah. Um last February I had I was single and I'd had that New Year's Eve date and yeah met that person and we were together for like a week (laughs) i had um given up pretty much yeah it's just funny how life changes so quickly like but anyway so this has been fun to have you back (laughs) back back at the podcast so i'm going to be joined um next week by i would say um john is a cartoonist for the new yorker magazine he has a book uh that is hysterical that's in the store and available and we're going to talk about doing what you love we were talking about having you on as a threesome but we have to figure out the logistics and hooking up
0: we need to buy another microphone
1: but i don't even know there's not a plug-in on my laptop that's
0: right yeah that'll be different
1: but we'll figure it out and then um there's also someone i didn't tell you about she's an incredible um poet, but she was an educator for most of her life and she's kind of a cornerstone of the community. So I'm excited about that. Oh, cool. Her and I have had conversations over the years, um, just about life in general. But she is a wealth of knowledge and passion and heart and she's very sassy. I think she's she told me how old she was turning. Gosh, she's either in her late seven she looks like she's probably sixty-three, but yeah. she's I think she's in her late seventies.
0: Oh
1: um, and she's very much beloved in the community. So she's she's hopping on board. So the guest list is growing.
0: Yes, guests so. I mean push to the side.
1: You're not pushed to the side, but like sometimes you're you're hard to motivate. So I said, you know what? You were you are hard to motivate from October to January until I had Peter on the on the <laughs> podcast, and then you're like, "Well, I want to be on it."
0: Well, it is. I it is hard to, to nail me down. So because once again, I I don't have much off time, so I. Like
1: you really time. don't. Even your off season hmm. is crazy business.
0: I have I have a schedule that I have to do every week, and if I don't do it that day, it very likely will not get done. <laughs> You know, like just today, I had to deposit I think it was three hundred and twenty dollars worth of checks, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but for a small business, <laughs> I had to deposit those today.
1: No, well, mm-hmm. you know we should do that. we should do a podcast down the road about um
0: Small business, yeah. I think
1: people have these like glamorous ideas of what small businesses are Mm -hmm. and the freedom they bring, and (laughs) how awesome it is. And some of it's true. Some of
0: it's true. I love, I love running the studio.
1: My uh, income has taken a huge hit, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's I couldn't live off it, no way.
1: If you had to live off your yoga studio,
0: I'd be in a tent.
1: You'd be doing more classes.
0: Oh, I'd have to do. Yeah, I probably have to like I teach about what five to seven classes a week, which is a lot. I probably have to teach about ten to twelve, at least.
1: And you would take a huge reduction oh, in pay. Yeah,
0: and then there's no health benefits and uh, no retirement or anything like that. It's yeah, it's huge.
1: Profitable is a perspective.
0: Yes, but that, that... <laughs> <laughs> right. unfortunately, Hannaford does not take good karma for food. So, uh,
1: why do you have good karma? No. <laughs> so it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter anyways. Matter. Um, so Anna, my middle child, is uh, having a killer week.
0: Yes, she is.
1: She's, I'm um, getting ready to release her first song.
0: Yeah. And, um, uh, um, it's really impressive. It really is. It's a, you know, as I mean, I, I like all types of music, but I really liked it. I thought it was, it's really good.
1: You've had a lot of kind things to say about it.
0: She, she's she's very talented.
1: So she wrote it?
0: Yeah, she wrote it, sang it.
1: Played and, the guitar.
0: And, yeah, I mean, I think the first thing I told you when I heard it was like Pink Floyd. I mean, I just got this Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd slash grunge feel from it. <laughs> I, I, just, I was <laughs> that great. I, that was great.
1: So maybe we can, when that gets released, yeah. the final version, we can yeah. do something. Yeah, Sure. And then um, she showed up on the front page of the student magazine for yes, UBC, is the cover.
0: Cover, yes, yeah, right. Which
1: we've had some conversations about that. <laughs> it's an interesting cover. She's a beautiful girl, and um, that would have fit in nicely on one of our podcast topics. No. Traditional gender roles.
0: Oh yeah. Don't you think we can? We can always revisit that and how that. I mean, it can be a multi-part episode.
1: I'm talking about the love. I'm wrapping up with the love of my children right now. Okay. I'm really having such an amazing time watching as they come into their they own. Really Aaron been, is.
0: Aaron with the boat.
1: Aaron purchased a boat. Yeah. He's. Um, becoming a main guide. But your dad is a main guide, yes, right? Your dad's a main guide. And, and a captain. Mm-hmm. And so he'll be a really doing. Big deal. He's so happy though. He's oh, doing. Oh,
0: wow.
1: He has a position under someone to mm-hmm. start off. So he'll be like. Just has to pass those. So passing the test to be a Maine guide is crazy. it's very hard. So once he does that, then he'll start giving um, fly fishing for striper tours Mm -hmm. on the southern Maine inland Mm -hmm. coast. And then um, Libby's like in her junior year academically. She's buried, (laughs) but she (laughs) somehow finds time for a lot of social things.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, Libby is the type of, like, when I, I wish I could have been Libby. Like, what? No, because she's, she's smart, athletic, gets great grades.
1: She's got over a 4.0. Yeah, and... Works.
0: And, and works. And just, you know... And, like, I just remember being in high school, like, I could... I was somewhat athletic.
1: <laughs> no, Libby Libby is a... So Libby's not right, one of never, the superstar I can... athletes. I love her dearly, but yeah. she... Well, but she, she plays one sport, so yeah. she doesn't live for athletics. But like she can do it.
0: Yeah, but I just, you know, she's just one of those. She she can pretty much do it all.
1: Would we describe Libby as the force? The force. Socially.
0: Socially, she's, she's the force. <laughs> she's a. Really, no. She's a really good kid.
1: They're all good. So I'm having. Yeah, yeah. I I want to. I'm just thankful for my children, and I love um, having the opportunity to now kind of sit back mm-hmm. and watch their lives unfold. Yeah, And then I love the sneak peeks when I get the text and the calls. <laughs> so I said to Libby yesterday, we're, we're out shopping for nothing, really. We're driving around. We went to Biddeford. Oh,
0: you went to Biddeford?
1: Went all the way up. We stopped at Rennie's. Yeah. Oh,
0: good.
1: And then went to Biddeford to some stores. And um, I said to her, I said, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. And I said, "What?" because usually it was always a big deal in our house all the yeah. little holidays. I always, yeah. like, did the special treats and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of feel like she's getting gypped. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said to her, do you want me to get you some chocolates? Or do you want some flowers tomorrow? She goes, no, Mom, can you just pull into Wendy's drive-thru <laughs> and we'll get a burger? <laughs> so that was that was my big Valentine's. Mm, that's okay. That's good. It was nice. I loved it. I got
0: a kiss from Harry this morning.
1: I'll take it. There you go. Although, also, the psychic was on, and she said Harry is now my dog. Oh,
0: that's true. Yes, right.
1: If nobody heard that. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I think Harry really loves you a lot. <laughs> I'm
0: okay.
1: Right? He's over you, here. Is he by you? Usually he's, he's by he's me. He's kind of
0: in the center here.
1: Yeah, he's a good boy. Ruby's abandoned both of us. Yes, she's on the couch. Well, so it was nice to have you back. Thanks. <laughs> You have to close it up. You yeah, always close, open I'll and close, close it because so, I have to watch the so, magic. Uh,
0: so uh, Jen will be doing uh, the next podcast with the uh, gentleman from New Yorker talking about uh, doing what you love, which I'm looking forward to listening to. And uh, But uh, as always, if you have any suggestions or comments, please let us know. Uh, if you would like to uh, find Jennifer somewhere, you could always visit a little something. In South Berwick, Maine. And if you'd like to find me, you can always find me at Yogan York.
1: On the map. On the map.
0: So other than that, till next time, thank you very much and have a great day.